Hello everybody and welcome to Facebook Ads Agency Builders. We are a powerhouse community of entrepreneurs seizing the opportunity of the rapidly advancing digital marketing industry and bringing some of the best minds in the business together to have a massive impact for our clients. Whether you are joining us here live in Facebook Ads Agency Builders Facebook group, watching the replay, or listening to this on the podcast, I thank you. My name is Tyler and I'll be your host. I'm the owner of Sobe Viral, a digital agency in sunny South Florida, as well as the Done For You agency program, where we are helping startup digital agencies launch and scale rapidly to six figures. If you are interested in taking your agency to the next level and skipping all of the painful mistakes most of us have to make by learning directly from those killing it in the digital agency space, then I invite you to apply to be a part of the program at sobeviral.com slash agency dash build. That's sobeviral, S-O-B-E-V-I-R-A-L dot com slash agency dash build. There will be a clickable link in the podcast show notes as well as in the about section of the Facebook group. Now, let's dive into today's episode. Hey everybody and welcome. Uh, today I want to talk to you uh, about uh, when the shit hits the fan um, because <clears throat> in any business and especially in the digital agency world, uh, the shit does hit the fan um, and things go wrong and things don't pan out the way that we wanted them to. Uh, and in this business, it's so important to keep a cool and level head through these things, okay? Uh, there's a lot of different ways that the shit can actually hit the fan. Uh, one of them being you could lose a big client. Uh, that's always a really, really big one. Uh, you could lose a big prospect. So uh, maybe there was a prospect that you really, really, really wanted uh, and it didn't come through for whatever reason. Uh, that happens all the time whether you are just a powerhouse agency or whether you're a startup agency, it really doesn't matter. Uh, that's a really, really big one. Um, and I'm gonna get into kind of how to handle that in a second. But uh, another one is results. So if, you're, if your results are tanking for your clients. Um, and so for some new agencies, this one can come up a lot, right? So say you're a brand new agency and you're trying to do all the work yourself. Um, a lot of us start off like that where we're trying to do the Facebook ads management, the Google ads management, the client relations. We're trying to do the, all, the, all the reporting, all the everything. You're trying to be a one-man band uh, and, and it falls through. So results tanking. Uh, oftentimes are, are linked when you're startup agency and you're doing it all yourself. So, you know, losing a big client, losing a big prospect, or tanking your client's results, whether it's your team or you, it's all on you anyways since you're the face of your agency. Uh, that's what I mean when I say when the shit hits the fan. So what do you do? How do you handle these situations? Um, first and foremost, don't panic, okay? Uh, stay calm and and, and see through it. Uh, and and especially especially super super important here don't let your clients see that you're that you're sweating or that you're a little nervous or that you're a little shaky everything that you do client facing have full and utter confidence i this is business advice i think that um has has really served me and and others well um that i've seen and it's just really you know walk in with confidence i know friends that um, like they are always end up in VIP at when we go out or they always end up like getting in somewhere for free or they always end up like just like getting all the great stuff that we don't get and it's like it's like how do they get it how do they they, they just walked right in they just they just had the confidence just walk right past the line 
walk right in, act like they own the place, and voila, they did own the place, and then they get all these amazing perks. That kind of like weird energy that you give off, that confidence, that um, sure of yourself vibe is super important when you're dealing with your clients because uh, if your clients don't feel like you're sure in yourself, they're not going to be sure in you. So it's super important that if anything starts going wrong, you don't show uh, you don't show that you're shaky at all. And that so I, I talked earlier about like three big things that can happen: losing a losing a big client. So if you lose a big client. Don't sweat it. Keep it cool. Like there are so many other clients out there um, that are going to sustain your business and allow you to continue growing. You just have to go and find them and move your energy from you know uh, the energy that you were putting on that client back into your lead gen process. Right, finding the next big client, finding another client. Don't put all your eggs in one basket. Don't have that one client that pays all your bills uh, because then you're setting yourself up for a potential uh, catastrophic failure if and when they decide to leave. There's a natural churn rate in the agency world. You're going to lose clients. It's just how it goes. You're not going to eat. I, I've, I've lost clients in my agency that were getting amazing results and they were totally happy. And then all of a sudden, boom, like the client wants to, wants to go over here because they heard that, oh, uh, influencer marketing is everything and you guys don't do influencer marketing. So I'm going to go over here, even though they were getting like, you know, five extra turn on ad spend over here and 10 extra turn on ad spend over here, like it doesn't matter. Like if it's shiny object syndrome, it infects everybody, right? Including your clients. So, uh, just keeping a cool head when, when shit like that happens. Um, Yusuf, hey man, how's it going? He says, what niches are a no-go for SMM? That's a great question. I'll, I will pause this little quick training to answer that question because that's actually a really, really good question. Um, I see this all the time. Think money, okay? First off, think money. You need to sustain your business, and if you want to grow a real agency, you need to bring on a team. You need to have a team of contractors. Typically, you start with contractors instead of full-time employees, then you can move into full-time employees. But you're going to need a team of contractors. You're going to need, uh, eventually, an account manager to manage those accounts, and you're going to need, uh, potentially, salespeople to, to, to land your deals. You're going to need these things. You need to grow your team, right? And how do, you, how do you do that? Well, you need to charge your clients enough to pay for those teams, to pay for that team to enable your business to grow, right? And so you're never, ever, ever going to be able to do that unless you have clients that can afford fees that pay for a team okay so you need to be thinking in agency terms and what am I going to get paid and and what what niches are going to provide for that right so uh, first off on pricing you need to be charging at least $5,000 for Facebook ad setup and a $5,000 for a Google ad setup this is bare minimum these are accounts that are blank or are a complete disaster right and so what what niches out there can afford $5,000 fees in these categories um, you're talking dental, chiropractic, e-com, um, uh, other, other medical, um, lead gen, um, auto dealerships can, they're kind of cheap from my experience. Um, but, uh, you have to think what niches can afford that mom and pops, no go restaurants, get the fuck out of here. Um, real estate agents, typically not that great. Um, real estate agents, that's a one-man person. It's a one-person one gig, right? And you can't do a brokerage, because if you do a brokerage, then you're gonna be trying to do ads for each of the real estate agents individually, and you're gonna be competing against yourself in the same little bubble that you're putting your, your geofencing in. So uh, some typical non-agency growing niches, restaurants, real estate agents, um, uh, mom and pop stores, um, just small businesses, small business in general, small businesses. Let me, let me say are really, really great to get your agency off the ground. Small businesses are what built my agency from the very beginning. Um, I got off the ground. What's up, Zach? 
Um, I got off the ground initially with local clients that I had met um, through like business mixers and, and, and I'd been introduced to locally. And so those little guys helped me get off the ground. How they helped me get off the ground, helped me get off the ground with freelancer style pricing. I still have to this day um, one client on my roster that pays me way less than I would ever consider getting paid by any of my uh, clients that would come on board in my agency now. Like I wouldn't even consider that price. It's laughable what they pay me, but I've never changed their pricing because I look at them as like, you were one of my first clients. You've been with me for years and years and years. It's not that much workload. Um, they get a, they get a lot of results out of it. And, and, uh, I, I keep them on board for that, but those are the little businesses and that, that give you like between a thousand and two thousand dollars a month that are going to make your business in the very beginning. Typically, oftentimes in this in this industry, those are going to those are going to really help you grow as a as a freelancer trying to make it right. As you you know, I want to start an agency. Okay, now I'm a freelancer, and then now I'm I'm building my team of contractors, and now I'm an agency, right? So there's like this natural evolution, and the those little guys help you in that process. Oftentimes, those little guys got me out of my nine to five job, right? So I started collecting those and getting retainers off those, and then uh, that helped me. What's the monthly fee you started with? I have a fee of six hundred six hundred euros. So what is six hundred euros in dollars? Is that, is that almost a thousand? Um, if you could let me know. Uh, I started off with like um, $1,250, dollars retainers, um, but I was doing all the work. So that money was coming directly to me. I wasn't paying out anything. Um, and so those helped me get off the get off the ground, right? So when you have like a $50,000 um, a year job and, uh, you're, and you have like, you know, three, four, and start to get five clients at the $1,500 um, level, then all of a sudden you're making more out than you're making in on a monthly basis, and then you can make that transition out of a nine to five. That's at least how I did it in the beginning, um, and, and it really helped me. Then, as as uh, I brought on highly skilled contractors and, and learned that I could, I don't need to be my agency. I need to run my agency. I need to connect with the right people. Um, it's like six eighty. So uh, you, I hope I'm saying your name right, Yusuf. You're charging way, way, way too low way too low like that's like not never accept anything under a thousand dollars like absolutely I, I i when i started in 2014 i wasn't taking less than a thousand dollars so um value what you do hire and and charge for it easily um and then when you when you pair yourself with top level contractors you don't have to pay them uh to come onto your team they're happy to do the work if you can bring it to them right so shake their hand make an agreement Tell them that you're going to bring them work, then bring them work, and then use their case studies to then sell your services. Boom! It's amazing, and 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 I wish I had figured that out sooner in my agency rather than later. But um, I'll get back to the, the the original training that I that I started this live session for. Uh, I kind of sidelined into um, into the comments on 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 starter uh, starter niches, but uh, the shit hits the shit hits the fan constantly in an agency, guys, and in a new business. Uh, and you need to stay calm and you need to stay confident and you need to stay uh, level-headed if you want to keep your clients. If they see you falter, if they see you waver, uh, you're going to turn them off, especially if they're in the prospect stage. If they're not, if they're not your client yet, that's how the easiest way to lose a sale is to, not, is to reveal that you don't fully have confidence in yourself. And you can do that in something as simple as your tone on a sales call. And you could literally lose a sale just because 
uh, you're a little shaky on the call. And that typically happens in the call number two when you're pitching your services. You have to believe in your services and you have to believe in your pricing. If I'm, you typically by the, by call number two, you've got their goals, right? Like, oh, you want to make 30K a month or you want to make 50K a month. We can get you there, but it's going to take you a $5,000 setup fee and $2,500 retainer uh, for the first uh, three months. And then we'll continue on uh, and look at renewals at that point. But if you want to make, $30,000, then you need to be willing to invest eight with me right now. Um, there's nothing wrong with that, right? And if they believe that you can get them $30,000, if they believe that you can get them $50,000, then they're going to sign on to your agency and pay you that money. I hope that uh, that kind of makes sense there. Um, we have some more, uh, I pronounced your name. Good, awesome. Um, what's a better, is it a better, is it better to approach businesses as a personal brand or as an agency? That's a really great question. So. Um, I brought on um, in uh, one of the one of the last episodes that I did in here. Uh, I brought on um, a personal branding expert, and personal branding is really really good. Um, creating a, a brand story around your agency is really really good. Um, in terms of agency specifically, I don't believe that you should. I I don't think it's necessary to create a personal brand like a person. Uh, a brand around your agency like so be viral my agency is not all about Tyler Narucci locally it is because people know that I run so be viral I'm, I'm kind of a social guy I have a lot of friends and a lot of connections in, in, in the area that I live and everything so people associate my agency with me and my name but uh, online not not at all it's just so be viral and so most of my clients they come from online um, through the funnels that we run and we generate new clients and new leads through the funnels we, we teach these funnels and, uh, and and give these funnels to our students in the um, done for you agency program that I run um, and that's how you get clients. Uh, so your clients are going to come from your local friends and, and things like that. Maybe the very first few ones that are going to try to pay you a little bit to get you off the ground. But big high ticket clients like the 5K, retain, 5K setups and uh, 3K retainers behind it, uh, those are going to come from online. And those are going to come from businesses where you never even actually meet them typically. You just uh, have you just have online conference calls with them like, like, like I'm doing right now basically. Um, to kind of go back to to what I was talking about with the shit hitting the fan because guys it will if it hasn't it's going to it happens in every business um, don't get bullied by your clients uh, one of the points that I wanted to make here uh, you can get in a situation where you are too nice to your clients and you give them whatever they want I learned this lesson the hard way when I was growing my agency with this woman who um, I brought her on she opened a trampoline uh, she opened a trampoline um, like Emporium, like a trampoline bounce house place um, in Florida. And uh, my mom actually, this was like one of those like local connection ones. My mom referred her to me because she got a, a loan through a bank that my mom was connected with. And, um, you know, just one of those like local referral kind of things. And, and I took her on as like a local client at like the freelancer level. And I knew that, you know, in my head, I just set it up like, okay, this is going to be one of those freelancer level clients. You know, and and she's and she's only going to get services at that level. Um, and uh, I took her on, and I, I had this gut feeling that I, you know you're, you're you shouldn't be um, you shouldn't be taking on clients in that. This was a few years ago, and I, I still uh, you know was was wondering you know like 
do I strict take on clients that are only high ticket or do I allow some of those, you know, referral friend kind of things? And I made a, made the call on this one to go ahead and, and allow her in and do some uh, Facebook ad work for her uh, for like half of what would you would normally charge um, because it wasn't a heavy, it wasn't a heavy workload. Like what the work that was proposed wasn't like intense, like multi-layered top level, middle funnel, bottom retarget, bottom level retargeting. Like it wasn't like a full funnel. It was just like, engagement and stuff like that and trying to get people in the door to use coupon codes like that. So I was like, okay, we'll bring this on. Um, but this woman ended up being a nightmare, complete nightmare. Uh, she was just like demanding things. She would talk down to me. She would text me at 11.30 p.m. telling me that she needs this right now. Like I could almost hear her snapping on the other end. And she was just so rude. And she had been, she, she's been used to like hiring these like teenage workers for her place and ordering them around like they're like servants and paying them like nine dollars an hour or seven dollars an hour or whatever they got paid and 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 they would just jump when she said jump and she tried to treat she tried to treat me like that as as an agency as her uh, as her um, it's really you're a partner in their business right you're running like the marketing in their business and their digital marketing like and that's just not acceptable and when you find yourself in a situation like that and you find yourself in a situation where where you're being spoken down to or your clients being rude to you um and you're like oh well you know i'm, I'm scared to say anything because I, I want the money like i don't want to lose this client uh screw that throw that shit out the window you deserve better you need to be spoken to you need to be spoken to appropriately uh, and what this one builds up to is don't be afraid to fire your clients, fire them. Uh, I had to, this was one of the, this is one of the few that I've actually fired. Um, and I actually like, she sent me this whole like list of things that she needed done right away. And it was just so, it was the way it was wrote was just so rude and demanding and demeaning and like. Uh, and like on top of it, like I said, I brought this woman on for a rate that was below what we would normally charge people to come on as like a favor and a, and a referral. And I wrote her like a whole big email back and I was like, first off, lady, I'm not one of your minimum wage employees. I'm responsible for the marketing of your business and you contacted me to work for you. So we won't be talked, we won't be spoken to like this. Uh, and I actually... Uh, I'm going to terminate this relationship now because I don't think you're a good fit for our agency. And you need to get to a place in your agency where you're comfortable with doing that because if you're not comfortable with doing that, you're going to find yourself working four times harder for your, for your low-paying clients. It, it always works out like this, guys. It's never the higher-paying your clients are. Typically, I swear to God, the lower maintenance they are, the more the more money that they typically already have and they're comfortable with you running your expertise in your lane. They hired you for your expertise. The lower, the less money they have, the more micromanagey they try to be and the more like crazy they are, the more work they are, fire them. Fire them so fast and focus your energy and attention on clients that are going to benefit your agency uh, not only financially, but uh, like mental health wise uh, for you and your team. Okay, so uh, don't be afraid to fire clients uh, and, and make sure that you get the right ones on board for your for your agency. Um, when you decide to make, I know a lot of you guys are in the I'm a one man band freelancer level. I know a lot of you guys are there uh, and you're looking to become agency level. Like you're looking to, to make that transition from one man band with an LLC 
and I call myself an agency to now I have a Facebook ads guy, a Google ads guy, an account manager, um, and I can go on a week cruise and my, my campaigns are still gonna be taken care of, my clients are still gonna be happy, um, and I'm gonna get back and everything's gonna still be running smoothly. If I got a sales call coming in, my account manager's gonna take it or my sales manager's gonna take it. Like, you're wanting to get from that one-man band to that I can take a cruise and my business continues running. That is the golden sweet spot. That's where you wanna be. That's where I worked my ass off for many years to get to, and it is so nice. In fact, I use that example of a cruise because it happened to me like um, two months ago about. I, I had my, I, I, don't ha I, don't, I don't have a sales guy. I take typically for the agency, I do my own sales calls uh, right now, or um, I'll have my account manager take sales calls for uh, my, my agency because he is more, um, ingrained in the day-to-day -day, like Facebook ads work like you know the budget optimizations moving to the campaign level and out of the ad set level like all those granular things like about the about the about Facebook ads and Google ads like he's more entrenched in it right so um, I can talk to the client and, and, and really warm them up to what the possibilities are and what the abilities are and then he can come in as like a one and nail it text talk like the tech um, expertise as the ads manager and it's like a really powerful tool but uh, that's where you want to get to. You want to get to a place where you can step out of your business. It still continues operating for you, making money and growing uh, without you. You want to create a machine. You don't want to be your own machine. And so that is what the Done For You Agency program is doing for, uh, for most of our clients. It's taking you from that freelancer space to building your team. Like step one in the Done For You Agency program is building out your team, finding, finding those, those rock stars. And, and shaking hands with them, getting to meet them, learning how that relationship's gonna work, not paying them, just building the relationships. Because once those relationships are all in place and all those people are ready to work for you, then you can start getting leads, start closing your leads, and then boom, passing the work, passing the work, managing the relationships. And then at a certain point, that's what you're doing. You're passing work, managing the, managing the relationship, uh, and providing your clients reports uh, and then and dipping into your and dipping into your sales, right? So you're not um, you're not stressing every day in ads manager, you're not stressing every day in Google Ads Manager. You're uh, you're building your agency. You're focused on managing the relationships between your team and your clients, uh, managing building your team further, uh, and, and scaling the results that you get for your clients. And that is like uh, a really really great place to be. Let me tell you, uh, in, in agency world, it, it's. Um, it's the, I, I remember like uh, a few years ago when like I totally stopped dealing with like the Facebook ads and like I totally stepped away from it. Like I still do run the Facebook ads like for the agency, like for our own agency and I still do run the, run the ads like uh, for our inbound, but uh, not like client side. Uh, and I remember looking back at it and just being like, oh, this is so nice, so nice. And when something goes wrong, you bring it to the team's attention, find out what that's going on, get the report, go back forth and uh, in the beginning, you can play a little middleman, but once you get an account manager, then you're then that's that's technically your middleman now. You're running the agency and uh, and growing it from there. But um, I kind of went off on a little bit of a tangent here about uh, how to grow your agency and, and and the stages and the process and and all that. And I also talked about uh, the different niches that might be good or, or let, me, let me rephrase niches that are terrible when you're just starting out and, and like niches that you want to stay away from. Um, but what I started this whole, this whole live session for, and what I started this episode for, um, is to tell you really to just expect bumps in the road, expect failure, expect, 
um, clients to get mad because the results are tanking. Expect huge prospects that you put all your eggs in that basket and you're just drooling ready for this client and then they go somewhere else. Um, expect to be dragged dragged along, right? Like I've had clients that were like this huge shiny, like this huge shiny thing that like we, the whole team, we wanted it. We were so ready for it. We were so pumped. We had like five different calls with them ready and then they just like poof they went they chose somewhere else and like it's like this huge letdown right um and and expect uh and expect you know potential results failures you you, you work your ass off your team works your ass off and then boom facebook goes down for 24 hours that literally happened like less than a month ago guys and and uh campaigns across the board uh tanked and they literally like you know when you make a, a change in a campaign and your optimization like just takes a shit and then it has to rebuild like things like that happen um and you have to be as a business owner as an agency owner super level-headed not only for your own uh security but for uh the security of your team because your team is your team you're the leader of them and they need to um have confidence in your leadership skills and then you also need to uh, uh have that confident and cool level-headed guidance for your clients too uh, and when they come to you with problems, when they come to you with whatever they, they come to you with, answer back in a cool, confident, calm way. Um, and so when the shit hits the fan, uh, grab an umbrella because it's going to happen quite often, guys. Um, I hope that you got a lot of value out of this. I intend to come back uh, and do another session again. Um, and if you, weren't a, if you weren't able to catch the entire thing, if you, if you hopped in a little bit late, this will be uploaded to the Facebook Ads Agency Builders podcast. Um, so check that out there. And if you're not already a subscriber of the podcast, subscribe because I put all the trainings from this uh, group on there in audio form. You can listen in your car, on the go. You don't have to be sitting on your phone watching me on Facebook. Uh, so it's packaged much, much easier um, to digest the information. So um, I will be back soon, guys. Have an amazing, amazing day.